0: Hi, this is Cam Smith and this is the podcast of Triple R's Eat It, a weekly radio show about food and drink broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia every Sunday. Hope you enjoy the podcast and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website. Insert radio show here. I think we'll put it right here. Back it up. (laughs) All right, back it up. Alright, that's enough Just drop it off Yeah, drop it off yeah. There we go um, Thanks band As always They always sound the same It's amazing how they get they do consistent, that
1: Consistent, the MGs Booker
0: T and the MGs are Very consistent T and the MGs Let's do it How you doing out there, folks? It's Sunday Yes Good day for rest It is
1: uh, Unless you're one of the thousands of people Doing the Melbourne Marathon I caught the tram in this morning because <laughs> Traffic College just seeing all those runners and good yeah. on you if you got up early and you went running yep. on a blustery sort of spring day.
0: I did not run, no, but I, I did got not. up early Did and you? I flowed around the rock. <laughs> because you <laughs> have to with Marathon. <laughs> we got caught really badly one year, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we're <laughs> sitting there looking at the watch. Going, oh, going, oh, I'm, I'm going to make it. Help! Uh, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's not the case today. We've got no. a crackerjack show for you. There you go. So You're assembling your... I ex- prepared. Assembling your papers. Nothing written on any of these pieces of paper, but it sounds good. <laughs> uh, what have we got today? John. Yes. I'm back He's from the holidays. Yep. He was looking so trendy today. Really? He's wearing a feeler t-shirt. Yeah, no, right. wind cheater. Uh. Dude, I've gone wolf. <laughs> Brand names. Trendoid. Good um, rocking the brands. So we're going to have a chat to John about uh, what's going on uh, and that sort of stuff. Um, we've got... One of the masters of hospitality, mm. I've got to say. Mm. Um, uh, a person who has had their own restaurant, eponymous restaurant. Yes. Uh, we know what that means, don't we? Yeah, it's named yeah. after named yeah. after yourself. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Opposite of anonymous. Yeah. Antonym. Yeah. Katerina Borsotto. She's mm. been there in Queen Street for 24 years. Um, she's front of house. And... Mm. Um, and it's weird, before chefs and celebrity or otherwise sort of claimed the spotlight, the patronage, the loyal patronage mm-hmm. of a restaurant was always down to the unwavering vision of the proprietor. Yes. Yeah, yes. ponderous, ponderous. Um, anyway, she's going to come in and we're going to talk about um, what's that ethos, what makes this place special. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying to you that in an alternate re- uh, universe where I was – a, uh, a wealthy uh, person who could <laughs> not really have to worry about work Yes Or things like that If
1: you had a, a cushy office job on a six-figure salary
0: in the city Expense account Yes Every Friday I would be in Borsotto's Because it is um, just a place where you just go oh. I wish life was like this all the time <laughs> But anyway, we'll talk to Katarina about that The good things And maybe a little bit of the Don Le no. the- let me Experience, we haven't done that in a while, have we? We,
1: when have you gotten in the weeds?
0: (laughs) Yes, that's what it means. (laughs) Merd means weeds, of course, it does. Um, and then, uh, show us your electric waste, Matt. What do you got?
1: E waste, e waste. Well, I think we've all got a lot of it. We've got got a growing amount of it, Cam, because we, uh, we're nearly up to our chins in it. We buy all these gizmos and things. Mm And then, what do we do with the old gizmos and things?
0: Well, we can't chuck them in the bin anymore. No, not since July the first. Oh, really? Um, and and, I and did we don't know that. Yeah, no. well, we'll find out more. But um, it's kind of awesome in the fact that we've got um, the CEO. Yes, he comes out on Sundays. Just pause, pause for effect. Do you like that? <laughs> um, from Sustainable uh, Sustainability uh, Victoria, as they sort of say in the biz. I heard them talk SV. <laughs> Oh, no. SV, SV. Um, and uh, yeah two letter acronym don't see those very much do you <laughs> um, Carl Muller he's um, he's come on a Sunday to have a chat to us about uh, what is e-waste what do we do with it and um, how do we move together yeah. for a more sustainable
1: Victoria good question I didn't know you weren't supposed to well I know you're not supposed to I didn't know you couldn't put it in the bin anymore so what? I wonder what you do do with it
0: Stay tuned, Matt. Mm. Ponderous. Okay, so we're going to do that, John. uh, Hey, look, that's pretty much it. I think that's covered all your bits of paper. What else do you want, huh? But uh, before we do that, um, we have a little bit of a thing to do, which of course is, uh, what's What's that in your your mouth? mouth? Brilliant. Um, Yes, what's that in your mouth? Where we ponder and we look back over our week and, and talk about the highlights of mastication. Yes. Yes. What is, what's your masticatory highlight? My masticatory was also a pescatory highlight. Oh. Yes. Um, you ever had a fish wing? I don't believe I have. Had chicken wings? Yeah. There was a million years ago when I used to work on an island in the Coral Sea. Yeah. Called Badara. Yeah. Yeah. And I went up to Port Douglas once and there was, um, I don't know if it's still there, there was a fishing cooperative where... Oh, my God, they used to just virtually give the stuff away. But one of the things you could get was coral trout fish wings, and it's the... um, Coral trout fish wings. Okay, okay, so the um, dorsal fin's the thing on the top. Yep. Pectoral fin are the ones on the side, the flappy, flappy, flappy. Mm -hmm. And If you cut around there, Mm. (coughs) there's little bits of meat with lots of bone. Mm. And it's always been the case that whenever you cook something on the bone, you get more flavour. Yes. And... The first time I saw that here in Melbourne was actually at Scott Pickett's Deli where he did, um, I think it was a barramundi wing. But um, uh, we had Nick, who was from the Arbryon last week. Last week, yes. Yeah, and I thought, oh, look, I might just pop in there and I snuck in. And one of the things they had (coughs) was barramundi fish wings with a sweet fermented chilli sauce.
1: God, they're yeah, really? Messy. Uh. Messy. So how do you eat it? Are they still on the bone? Do you have to crunch through the bone or what happens? You just work your way or you sort of bust
0: them up. It's like a chicken wing. Like you they just like a sort of work around. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and they are just utterly delicious. And this little salad that came with it, hot mm. mint, coriander, um, lime juice, lime, and what I thought was cucumber, but I think it might have actually been um, green mango. Mm. 14 bucks. Yeah, right. Good. Brilliant. Good. Get three of them but I'd bring um, bring a finger bowl with because it's so sticky I had to I gotta get to myself and wash my hands but um, <coughs> that was certainly a highlight for me yeah. this week you got anything no all right let's move on 1208 um, we're gonna get Carl in here because we need to talk about this e-waste problem yes um, and then once Carl happens we will be oh my well, ready to come in look at that champing of the bit 1209 three triple R. Twelve ten here on three Triple R FM. A very, very good afternoon to Carl Muller, the CEO. Good morning. Yeah, well, afternoon now. (laughs) Yeah, sun's over the yard arm. We We could start drinking martinis now if we wanted. Oh no, mate. Not not Negroni. mm, Tempted. Tempted. Yeah, there you go. My is just too scary, isn't it? Um, First of all, um, a huge thanks uh, to come in on a Sunday. No, pleasure. It's an important topic. Well, yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I'll just say, over the years, if you try to get someone from government to come in and they go, oh, yeah, no, no, we really want to get the message out. and (laughs) You broadcast when? (laughs) You didn't balk at it. No, of course not. Top... Top marks to you. Thank you. Uh, first of all, how long have you been at um, uh, SV?
2: Uh, I've been at SV ooh, nearly seven years. Seven years? Seven years and in the wow. interim CEO, I think, just over six months.
0: Congratulations. Thank
2: you. Having a good fun.
0: What do they do? Oh, uh, What do you guys do?
2: Uh, what don't we do? Um, What's the
0: remit, I think, remit, is
2: uh, well, it's really to help Victorians use less, waste less, whether it's energy, um, all the way through to waste and resources. So really trying to help... Victoria be the state of the future. Mm-hmm. Mm, climate change, energy, waste and resource recovery. Say very that again. Broad. Victoria, the state, state of, of the, the future. future. Do
0: you like it? I do. I think it's got legs. Excellent. <laughs> it <laughs> has. No, that that, that that has got legs. Okay, serious question. That was a bit flippant, I'll be honest with you. How far have we come in the seven years that you've been there? It's, we've come a long way,
2: in fact. I think um, we, 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 we've got a very... Um, proactive government mm. and uh, we've got a, obviously a, a strong remit in renewable energy climate yeah. change and um We've got a few issues at the moment in waste and resource recovery, but we've been very proactive to resolve those. That's the big
0: one, isn't it? It's like, what are we going to do with all our recyclables and stuff like that now that China doesn't want them? Well,
2: I think it's all... I mean, ideally, you have a... um, We're actually using less in the first place. That's the ideal. Good idea.
0: Um, That's all part of the e-waste ban. Matt and I were having an interesting conversation about that before the show. Mm, Yes. Mm. How we had sort of changed, Mm. yes. Yeah. So it's
2: all up to all of us, really. And I then... Then, really, if we are generating waste, Mm. um, we actually don't use the word. We actually say it's just a resource and we figure out what to do with it. And we do it
0: domestically in Mm. Victoria. So instead of a problem, we turn it into an opportunity. That's what it's all about. Uh Ah. Who'd have thought? Mm. Your mind is nodding her head. Oh, good. I'm I'm saying the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good good for us. Tick, tick, tick. Excellent. Um, okay, and did, did I ask you the question, what What on earth is e-waste? Oh,
2: well, if, it's pretty easy. It's anything with a cord? Yeah, anything with a cord, <laughs> a plug, or a battery. So um, Are you running that right? down, Matt? Yes, he's uh, doing uh, that. Yes, yeah. It's yeah. very simple for us. So you think everything cord, from your plug, battery. battery. yep. yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything from a mobile phone yes. all the way through to your washing machine, fridge, freezer, whatever it is. Another think way. of it. Yeah, it's pretty broad.
0: Okay. That's huge. Um, that is huge, and uh, in uh, what, and, and the batteries themselves too, of course. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, all of that um,
2: we can actually recycle and get valuable material out of them. So if you think of your mobile phone, most of us have probably got more than one mobile phone. There's gold
0: in those phones. There
2: is gold, or silver, nickel. If you got yeah. enough of it, rare so earths. Yeah, um, rare earth. <laughs> But oh, rare yeah, earth yeah. yeah so there's a great uh, there's mobile muster in Victoria they're a great outfit and they will actually recycle that phone and virtually 100% of your phone is recyclable and yes. they can extract it. so it's pretty
0: exciting stuff yeah I think I've got about 5 in my my home I think Matt I've showed you those have yeah, yeah. <laughs> mobile we, phones through the years strange yeah. how we keep them it's weird it yeah. is,
2: uh, yeah, we're, a third of us keep our stuff our old, old mobiles but I think <laughs> three quarters of them never use them again even no, though they might be working
0: no it's sort of like this museum Piece I have. That's right. Yeah, it's I'm like the same. the Cam Smith same. Memorial Wing of the phones. <laughs> of, of but I can, we can get rid of those and um, and, and know that they go to have, a better place. Well, oh, that's that, 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 that's good. But uh, the the important thing was that there has been. Um, a ban on e-waste in bins as of the first of July 2019. Yes, this didn't year. know
2: about that. Yeah, so it was first of July this year. Yes, um, if you have electronic goods with a a cord, a battery, or a uh, a plug, it e- uh, can't go in your bin. So you can drop them across. I think there's 122 council-owned facilities across the
0: state for nothing. Yep, for nothing. Okay, Um, because so tips have become pretty bloody expensive. They can be insane. They can be. But with this, it's okay. You can just. Drop it
2: off. Yes. Yes. Just drop it off. Yeah. Um, uh, do your local council. Yes. Um, there's also a number of facilities, office works. They've been collecting e-waste, you know, your batteries, your your power. But not the washing machine, probably. Maybe not the no, washing No, they might machine. go in it area. Might you, be you, a bit of a one. On yeah. The, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then you've got places like at your uh, local, um, maybe at the mo- local supermarket or facilities that'll be around, really through mobile muster. So you just got to pretty much know your,
0: your local area where you can drop them off. Would there be, I would imagine that there would be links through Sustainability Victoria as to how to do that. Strangely enough. We, we have call, call to action. Isn't and they? So not only call to action, we have uh, area of effect. Yes. So if you actually go to our
2: website, which is pretty easy, sustainability.vic.gov.au, mm-hmm. uh, and you did a bit of a search, you could actually find out where exactly those facilities are in your local area. Excellent.
0: Well, I think that's pretty much um, covered it. You guys are on the case. Trying to be. Trying to be? You've come in on Sunday, so, you know, that's that's a, a, I know a I,
2: bloody good thing. The only thing was I didn't really check the weather. I put my oh, shorts shit. on and I'm like, going, what happened? Typical Melbourne.
0: Oh, mean. really? Yeah. Oh, well, you, just, you you just got to wait. Well, um, <laughs> i got to say thank you very, very much for coming in. Uh, keep us in touch about uh, what's going on if, um, if need be. Always happy to come in. Hey, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Yeah, thank you very much. Likewise. All right. Uh, what do we got, uh, 15, 16, 17 minutes past mm. the hour of uh, 12 here on 3 Triple RFM. Funny thing happened to me this week, Matt. Yeah, on a
1: slightly related note.
0: On a slightly related note. You're um, in
1: the city, you're in the city a lot this week.
0: I was in the city every day, wandering yes. around, um, showing people the the joys um, and the great eating, and uh, the great experience of what the what migrants have done for for this good city. Yes, but it was strange mm. this week. I I've got to say I have never ever seen so many police in different flavors. Yes, wandering either wandering around on foot or in uh, in cars or in the uh, the vans or in what we used to call What do we call them? Crowd pleaser vans where you throw everybody into when once you've, you know, arrested them. And I've got to say that, wow, what an incredible reaction. Mm. Um, Maybe a slight overreaction has happened with the powers that be. Mm. And you put it very, very well to me. Did I? Yeah, when you were saying uh, it was um, actually in the thing of Greta Thunberg and how apoplectic, do you, you give me the right thing? Yeah,
1: well speaking specifically around Greta and how uh, for some reason that young lady just sends some middle-aged, middle-aged conservatives into apoplexy and rage. Yes. Irrationally so.
0: It's, um, it's a funny thing and uh, we kind of noticed that there was something interesting that it sort of hit the airwaves and uh, we thought that we should we'll play perhaps, a, little, share. a little snippet. And sounds like this.
1: We will
3: not let you get away with this. Right here, right now is where we draw the line. The world is waking up. And change is coming, whether you like it or not. Right Right here, right now, 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 right here, right now. Right here. Right now. Right here. Right now. The world is waking up. And change is coming, whether you like it or not. Thank you.
4: What should I start now? Yes, definitely. What do you think we should go? I think we should go. All right. It's We're a, on. a lovely day, so we should go.
0: We're on. Okay. Hey. Ooh, what's that? Noisy trolley. Yes. Someone hasn't got uh, air in their tyres. Yeah, that's very. Uh, someone's emptying. Here it is the sounds of the market, the Queen Victoria Market on. Uh, on a Sunday where the roads are a little bit challenging because uh, there's marathons on. That's why yes. I'm here early, so excuse me.
4: Yeah, but you forgot to order the summer. Hey. That breeze has got a bite. I was thinking of taking my jump off, but I don't think so. That's
0: a bit easterly.
4: Yes. Ooh, that's a weird wind. It is, it is. Uh, sometimes it can be a little bit dirty, so oh, hopefully cool. people won't have breathing problems.
0: Could be like the, uh, apparently the Oboe, they talk about the ill woodwind that blows no good. Maybe that's the <laughs> ill wind that blows <laughs> no great. good.
4: Yeah, you're right, coming through um, St Kilda, I had to detour up Punt Road and come the long way around um, yeah. Victoria Street to get to the Vic Market, but That'll be over and done soon and everyone will come out. I'm sure the sun will come out too. And so it's going to be a magic day. They'll come. Well, and they should too because um, your stuff is looking bloody marvellous. Well, good, I had a two-week break. They're beautiful. I had a two-week break and I've come back to an abundance mm. of beautiful fresh vegetables at the right price too. Ooh. The only thing that's still a little bit shocking are peas and beans. For good hand-picked beans, $13. Peas, $13. You've got your machine picked um, cheaper. Um, but what can you do? But everything else, you know, especially these broad beans, you know, these broad beans, If um, these are as long as a wooden ruler. If I hit you on the head with this, mate, you'd feel it. It's got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's <laughs> my Catholic I'm, masochistic. I might look um, at you a
0: little bit surprised. So what are you eating with a broad bean for? Oh, uh, 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 yeah, yeah, but that's the size of a ruler.
4: eight to nine huge broad beans in there. Yeah. Now is the time to open them up, yeah. steam them, make a risotto, you can double peel them if you want to. Oh, cause
0: you gave it. Because, One
4: lousy double peel. Because these ones, the skin's a little bit harder, but I love yeah. them like that, yeah. you know. But if you cook them properly, it has to be very, very tender. Yes. And you've got the smallest artichoke. <laughs> it's the size of a little, little marble.
0: It's the size of my thumbnail.
4: Yeah. But
0: that is, Look at this. can up. you
4: imagine if you had 30 or 40 of those sitting on top of your pasta? Wouldn't that look spectacular yeah. and taste spectacular? Oh, maybe, a li- maybe a little bit of fried garlic on top of that Definitely. Oh. See Definitely. The- and a little bit of chilli for some yeah. reason. And this is a, um, uh, a variety that's more magenta than um, uh, red or purple, and, yeah. it- and it's brilliant. And it's a cross between two or three artichokes. It's very, very tender, easy to deal with. You don't have to peel too much back. No. The big ones have got a huge heart in the bottom yes. and uh, plenty of flesh in the stems.
0: And the weird thing, we talk about different subspecies, the whole thing, the weird thing about an artichoke is it's related to a thistle. It is, yes. You know? And it's like yes. that, it always amazes me about the artichoke that someone worked out I'm going to work out how to eat that thing. Yes. <laughs> and they did. and that's. But,
4: but even the old thistle, if you go and cut out the heart mm. and preserve them it's better than even eating a cardoon, which yeah. is a similar animal again. Have you ever seen a horse eat a thistle? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, they're no, so they,
0: funny. They, they go, they, it's like dancing around going, "Oh, don't, with the lips, you know. Yeah. Because they, they but rip they out that it. flower out with mm. their teeth. Yeah. And they sort of just try not to touch too much the... The thing,
4: yeah. <laughs> the spines. But they know it's full of juice and yeah. flavour, yeah. and um, and it's full of iron, and, and I'm sure they need iron too, so they enjoy right. it.
0: Well oh, they, they crave salt. They like licking um, salt licks. But um, my fault for getting on to talking about horses. Um, yeah, Did you mention how much broad beans are at the
4: moment? No, $5. dollars Now, Five. it's wow. not a lot of money. No. Um, when you consider that the broad bean plant's very frail, it stands more than a metre tall get a lot of wind that they get knocked over. That wind that
0: just came through, that would have knocked some over already. Definitely.
4: But yeah. they're getting smarter. The early ones this year, they grew oh, them in the broad plastic igloos. beans and the growers. Oh, okay. They grew them in plastic igloos, so they were a little bit more protected. So we had a good early crop. Now we're getting into the mainstream produce. There's plenty around. So, you know, and a nice... Vibrant green colour, very clean skins. There's no black spots on them, which means that a, uh, an air virus has gone through the paddock, which wouldn't, no. won't affect us anyway. They're beautiful. But, you know, it pleases the eye as well.
0: Yep. Uh, tomatoes, um, gosh, look at, look at us. We're just sort of coming into summer. Really? And you've got some sensational... Roma's en branche.
4: Yeah, this uh, is on a, the stem. a mini Roma truss. Um, Now usually they put these in a box, we were lucky to pick them up in a tray loose and they looked a million dollars and we put those out at $12 a kilo. Yeah, a million dollars after tax. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you'll find these around to $20 a kilo. We do the deals, we push them out, everyone's happy. Um my mother said they're just a tomato, but I reckon they're nice and sweet. They yeah. would be lovely to put on a pan and drizzle with olive oil and a little bit of salt. Yeah. Beside a nice juicy steak, you'd be in heaven.
0: God, I love them. you know one of the great smells in the world? Do this for me, indulge me, yeah. John. Just rub the stems. Mm. Does that smell like summer to you? It does. That is the smell of summer. But what? a lot
4: of people get trapped. What? They buy these ugly truss tomatoes, they smell beautiful. Yeah, no flavour. Nothing. But sometimes my beautiful Murray Bridge tomatoes don't have a fragrance to them. But when you cut them in half, the whole kitchen smells of tomato. You got any of those? I do. I have got millions of them. Really? Yeah, those we pushed out at five dollars a kilo this right. week. I might have to have um, some of those. What we about? got big ones, little ones, and we got this. This is a Black Russian. Uh, but it's, it's the Kumato it, variety, not my smooth, favourite, but
0: still tasty. It's very, very smooth. Yes. It's got a little bit of indentation, not yes. so much as a... Um... But
4: it looks very generic, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess so. It just looks like an ordinary tomato that's black. Yeah. But with a reddish hue. They, they are tasty, don't get me wrong. I can't always be right. My customers have tried them and bought them, mm. and they ran away too. We put oh. those out at what... $12 a kilo. Well, they've got great eye appeal, haven't they? They do, they do. And that's half of it sometimes. Well,
0: yeah, it was half of it for me when I wandered in. And I went, oh, they look pretty.
4: When it comes to tomatoes, we're always interested in flavour. And we got these um, cherry tomatoes on the truss as well. Those we put out at $12 a kilo, which is a very good price. Um, they buy those because the kids take them to school and kinder for snacks. Uh, hello, Michael. How are you? And... Um, a lot, of, a lot of the guys take them and put them in their uh, lunchbox uh, mm-hmm. sit it in their office desk and have a snack every now and then when they're feeling a little bit flagged that picks them up big time.
0: All right, well, it's better than a Fanta when I was young and, or a Cobber that Mars used to bar, right? or, or pull, pull fillings out in a, in a, in a class which once, once happened to me when I was eating when I shouldn't have
4: been. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Ah, yeah. And then we got these beautiful um, Rouge de Marmont from Murray Bridge. Yeah, um, and they've got a lot of eye appeal as well. They've got the little bit of a green back on them. These are very, very nice. When you cut them in half, they're all sugar as well. Mm. Um, and in the Murray Bridge, I've got an ugly one here. It's got a little bit of a nose on it. Yeah, it's um, got a nose. Yeah. It? All right. So, nice. yes. Uh, they're very nice in the salad as well. <laughs> Beautiful yeah. for a stew up. Asparagus. Asparagus. We should talk about that. Dime a dozen all over the market, yeah, go, but be careful. Oh. I sold the export quality $12 a kilo. That means that there's no waste on them at all. The buds on top are very, very tight. Yep. On the bottom, there's no white so you Just cut a millimetre off the bottom. Don't snap them. A millimetre? A millimetre. A millimetre. Trust me. Oh, he's Trust pointing me. his finger at me. All right, yes, definitely. <laughs> I get very upset <laughs> know, when, seen... when people are trying to tell me otherwise. Because doesn't
0: the asparagus tell you where it wants to be broken? No, it oh, I'm doesn't. just see, I'm it provoking you.
4: I'm provoking it, no, I'm Only sorry. when they're full of white on the bottom right. then you pay half price but you're losing a third anyway a millimetre uh, yeah. and then you've got to be careful how tight the butt is on top mm. if you're on a budget okay then you buy the cheaper ones they cook up just as good mm. might not keep as many days as the uh, better ones yep but there's horses for courses so.
0: simpler and best thing to put on asparagus
4: Oh me, I only like them the best way, fried in an omelette, mate. Oh, but do, yeah, yeah. just a little bit of olive oil or a little bit of a vinaigrette on top when you're done. A little bit of Parmigiano. See, si. 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 a little bit si, of pepper. Si. Si. That's good. And then si, you si. can, if you want to, mm. you can get all and Frenchy
0: and put the the you know the hollandaise. Yeah, yeah, I reckon it
4: detracts. It really does. Yeah. Uh, hollandaise sauce is okay, but I like to get the real flavour come out of my meat and my asparagus and. A whole lot of other things.
0: I'll add one, and then um, if you want to go all that sort of way, if you get a few blood oranges, you put a little bit of blood orange juice into the hollandaise. Becomes the French called sauce maltaise, which gives a little bit of a citric lift, yeah. and plus it looks pretty. That that can become a have, look, John. That John, cool. having said that, I probably haven't had that for
4: about ten years. But I'll talk to the manager on <laughs> a see if she'll do it for me.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. I will get back here. All right, we need to go pick of the market.
4: Pick of the market. Definitely broad beans, asparagus, um, tomatoes. We've got beautiful aromas for sauce. We've got beautiful aromas for salad as well. Mm. People are are having fry-ups, they're telling me, so now's the time to do that. Uh, We had beautiful eggplant. I had two varieties this week, one from the fields in Queensland. They're big and ugly, but better flavour. And I had the pretty ones grown in a glass house. They're okay too, but... They just look pretty, not as intense in flavour as the field ones. When you fry them, you can tell the difference. Really? You really can. Aroma, nose. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, aroma, texture, everything. The other ones, if you want to stuff them or you want them to look pretty, like if you're going to grill them, they've got shape and that, but that's about as far as it goes. Capsicums have come down because while I was away, I saw them in the shops $10, $12, $13, $14 a kilo. We're selling $5 for the best capsicums in the market today. Ah, uh, there's an abundance of everything. Like I said, I'm just so happy. See you, Mick. I'll come down later. Mm. That's uh, Michael Kalfa from the bread shop. Um, Mate,
0: uh, possibly yeah. the best bread shop.
4: I, I think so. And they've got cannoli as well. Yeah. We, we digress into our bad habits. And
0: the croissants that come straight yeah. out of the oven. Not oh, bad. Yeah. yeah. I love anyway, the armour one better. Pick the eyes out of the market?
4: Pick the eyes out of the market. Because if you look also, there's an abundance of fruit oranges mandarins mm-hmm. KP, uh mangoes two for five bucks and cheaper um what can i say they're, and even the greens like endive and um uh, kong the asian vegetables they're everywhere so come in have a look design your menus when you're walking around throw the piece of paper or that's the phone away where you've made a plan
0: that's what i say
4: that's how we eat i'm with you Okay. We agree. We agree. God, we better stop now. Yeah, first <laughs> time for a long time. <laughs> Out of here. All right, have it. a lovely day.
0: Okay, Matt, we will behave. Yeah, good. Okay, Matt, behave.
3: Yeah, good. Katerina.
0: <laughs> Hello. Woo. Oh. oh. I'm so excited to see you. <laughs> Thank I'm you for coming in. I'm excited
3: to see you. I like to apologise. My voice is, is normally deep, but it's deeper. <clears> because <throat> I'm not well. Because anyway. you've been kissing your customers. Lots of them, and often. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, because it's just <laughs> this
0: relentless hospitality and uh, my house is your house. and if I'm anybody, a now. You what?
3: I'm a senior now. Like I'm getting older so I can kiss without any repercussions, if you know what I mean. Really? Yeah. Well, is it a liberating experience? <laughs> well, I'd like to kiss younger blokes, but anyway. That's there, yeah, yeah? <laughs> hey, you, come here. Come here. Let
0: me love me, me like this. Well, here is um, someone, and in my introduction, I don't know if you heard it, that we we, we we celebrate the chefs and we celebrate back of house and we talk so much about back of house and the kitchens and the celebrity chefs and things like that, but there is a whole other world out there that, in hospitality that is so important, especially from the proprietors and in a way you sort of um, relate to a group of people who, in the history of this town, and I'm talking people like, well, you know, Ronnie Distasio, Jean-Paul Prunetti, uh, Jason Liu from Flower Drum, Matteo yeah. from Matteo's, um, Gerald and Mario, who are the people, the proprietors who are there running the place. They don't have backers behind them. They are just the front and what you see. And... This whole notion of um, hospitality, which I think you personify.
3: Oh, that is a beautiful. You put me in great company. Um, I think Ronnie might be the only, only so. one with uh, with manicured hands. You yes, you can see mine are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, uh, Matt's yeah. just handed me a note and said,
0: "For goodness' sake, Cammy, could you please do your introduction properly?" So uh. we did all right, except. I didn't mention your name. This is Caterina Bursato from um, the eponymous restaurant Caterina's down there in 221 Queen Street. Was it always so? You had a place called your Br- uh, yeah. uh, Bursato Bistro?
3: Yes, Bursato Ristorante.
0: Oh, even mm. better. Yeah. Even better. And also, uh, before we get into this whole, how did you do this and how we, you, you know, your influences and what's important and. You also do, you're
3: still doing Channel 31? Well, to be quite honest, the reason I'm sick is actually because I was actually presenting at the awards. I had them last weekend at uh, Federation Square, mm. and uh, of course, we, you know, our sh- show's been going since 2003. What's it called? Um, it's called Regional Italian Cuisine. That's right. And I present, but um, it, but it's Nicholas Tortoni's shows. It's it's his baby. It's his idea. Mm. Um, the thing is, you know, dear old Mr. Turnbull was going to pull the plug, as you remember. <laughs> um, a few we years remember, back. don't we, man? Yes. And so to put together one of the those shows is incredibly costly, mm. and I have done it as a labour of love. So when I go to heaven, God's got to be good to me because I have <laughs> given to community really for, for a long time. God and needs happily. to be good for both of us, <laughs> hey, don't they? Yes, you're right. As you know. Yes. But you know what? The people that I have met. Uh, there is just – there is no price to be had when people drop me in a book, drop me a box of lemons or just yell out my name when I'm in the street. Like there is no – I can't put a price on that because there's no ego about that because no. there's no money in no. what we do. No. But what we do is we get to meet amazing people that yes. just need to tell their story but can't tell the story through, uh, you know, forums unless it's newspapers or TV or radio.
0: Or short-form interviews.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. When did you start that? Ah, uh, well, gosh, uh, the show, mm. as in, so 2003. So what you need to know is because because I was a, a woman in her thirties, mm. and I did want to have a child. That was the big thing. And Biological imperative. Yes. Is yes, strong. Yes. yes. And of course, we, my husband and I, made the best child, Allegra, who. Is probably still my best work. What she. does allegro mean? So, allegra um, in Italian means happiness, happy.
0: Does, um, doesn't it mean something musically? Allegro means yes. fast? Well, yes,
3: it does. So, yes, okay. But in Just Italian, it means that. Uh. But allegro music, because of course, you know that Nicholas's brother is Bennett Slane, um, mm-hmm. former Bennett Slane, and now Jazz Lab Michael Tortoni. Mm-hmm. And so, Nicholas is the musical side. So, I wanted to honour him and, of course, honour my Italian roots. And uh, so, Allegra became. A really special name. Yeah. Let's
0: talk about those Italian roots for a second. Your father.
3: Uh, my dad, he was a gun of a man. What's his name? So uh, really Giovanni Borsato, but of course everybody kn- knew him as Johnny. Johnny. Because you do know, there was actually, I've got to say this, there was a really interesting piece that Angela Pipos wrote in the newspaper back in May about names yeah, and how everybody stuffs up you know, these woggy names, and they (laughs) remove valves, they change it, they actually turn it upside down. And so Katerina was not Katerina growing up. I was a a Catherine or a Cathy or a Caitlin. Caitlin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. And so, um, you know, when I hit Melbourne, I could come back to my roots and realise that Katerina, well, that was my name, Mm. and I could say it freely and happily and people would call me Katerina. Because you came from Gippsland, yeah? I'm a gippy girl. You're a gippy girl? I am. Go my a gippy um, girl? My dad, uh, of course, he was in that part of that mass migration. Mm. Um, but in 49, in 49, but he started working at the society. So very early on, he thought that he would gentrify himself.
0: The society? Where's the society?
3: The society in Burke Street, very famous. It was one of the famous five. So you had Florentinos across oh, the road, yeah. Florent, uh, the uh, society that was opened up by Arino Codognotto, famous name. Yeah, and um, there was of course uh, the Latin around the corner. Yes, I mean, um, you had to change their name, didn't they?
0: Society mm. due to uh, certain events of uh, yeah. worldwide proportions. It yes. was the Italian society, yes. But then with World War Two, they.
3: Crossed it out. Yes, you know all about that. Of course, I was just doing it. Dorothy Dixer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these were major restaurants. And of course, what better people to start up with Italians that actually know hospitality? Because mm. that starts at home, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. You know? So we were very lucky. Um, my sister, my brother, and myself were born in Melbourne. Um, but my mother thought, no. Nah, I'm not doing this. I'm not staying home well. My husband Fingers goes out, out.
0: waving, yes.
3: And post, you know, the the shift, go out and drink with his mates at… Um, uh, the waiter's club. Correct. Yeah. And play cards. <laughs> play you cards, know? yes. That's what they all did.
0: <laughs> and drink stuff out of, out of coffee cups. Oh,
3: God. Holy water, perhaps. And they got, rid- they got away with it too. Yeah. So, anyway, my father had earned enough money through tips, basically, mm. to purchase a farm in Gippsland and uh and so we left um and my mother got her way
0: and but there was a bit of that happening that went to the vergonas they had uh, they have a place in gippsland as well because um, Mietta used to go there on holidays in Gippsland, if I remember hearing.
3: Yes, she did. Or I don't reading. know. I don't know where they were. They okay. Were they, went,
0: more, they went. They They near or anything. They're like a bit that. more upmarket than oh, were us. They? We're,
3: we're a bit downmarket. Really? <laughs> I
0: don't know. We're, we're
3: near Moi, so I don't want to say anything oh, about that. But okay. anyway, you got yeah, that. Yeah, right. But Yarragon is the little jewel in Gippsland, which is where I grew up, and uh, I. Which
0: little jewel? Uh, Yarragon. What makes it the jewel? Well, it and is. And what sort of jewel is it? Is it an emerald, perhaps oh. green?
3: Wow, well, let me just see. Not diamond, that's for sure. Okay. Maybe um, a black diamond. Just drop it down a Yeah, bit. yeah. But the thing is about Gippsland, and Yarrigan is really one of those pretty townships that it sort of is still on that highway. Because, you know, all the freeways cut out so many of the townships like Warragul and Lake mm. Druin. Yes. But Yarrigan's got little antique shops. And, you know, we are buying so much of our produce. We, you know, there's the rabbit suppliers. We're about to get a new um, lamb supply. They are all my local people from and i i just love that for me i give back to my roots and uh it's wonderful
0: gippsland is the most wonderful food bowl which we are really only starting to really really appreciate and so far as as it's going ahead with its own hospitality Mm. it is really starting to make its name it's just a shame that places like east gippsland take so so long to get to
3: Oh, well, yeah, that's about another one and a half to two hours yeah. onwards. So anyway, let's, yes. uh, we're, we're,
0: we're digressing and yes. uh, Matt's going to give me a slap on the wrist saying, yes. come on, back on track, buddy, yeah. back on track. So um, the you had Borsotto Bistro and um, um, I had a chat to you earlier on the phone before yes. you came in just so that we kind of knew so we didn't completely freestyle this. Yeah. But one of the things that was interesting in the fact that you were a 30-year-old woman mm-hmm. and people thought, oh, my God, biological time bomb sort of thing, mm-hmm. how can we give her any money? You were one of the first people before we even knew the word, crowdfunding. You were crowdfunded for Katarina's, weren't you? I
3: was. Um, so Borsato was a very special restaurant because mm. it was. I was a dreamer and I was very young. I was a dreamer. I was a dreamer yeah. and I was a student of Melbourne University so I'd got mm. beautiful education mm. and through that I also got to study in Italy which is where I really got back to my roots. So yeah. to be a student... In Perugia, with no money but food and wine galore, and lots of beautiful guys used to buy me lunch (laughs) because they love the Aussies. Do you know? Do you know? I'll tell you something really funny. When I was at Perugia doing my course, uh, which is why I speak Italian so perfect, well, so beautifully. Well, a beautiful accent. Do you yes, have a beautiful accent? If people do people say that? That's See, very important for Italians. It's very important. Yeah, yeah. The right sort of accent. Yeah. But do you remember mm-hmm. um, uh, who's the premier from Adelaide that used to wear those safari Don Dunstan. So Don Dunstan yes. was studying. At the, in the same class at the same university as me mm-hmm. back in 79. And I just remember thinking, oh, my God, you know, people, even people that have got power behind them sometimes just want to have a little bit of um, culture. And and so I realised when I was there studying about all this food and fashion and beautiful crockery and, and I just fell in love. And so when I came back, I thought, I'm not going to do interpreting. I want to get into the business. Really? So there you go. That's how it all happened.
0: And, and follow from what your father had done. And yeah. say, I want, to, I want to do that. But you wanted to do it front of house. You obviously you made a very, very good decision to say, I'm not going back there. Yeah. I want to be here because I want to be the one making sure that everybody has a beautiful experience and the <laughs> regulars uh no you tell me i'm putting words oh, no, in your no, mouth but you're what were, right. what were the things that that you huh. you learned and and how did this happen was this you know obviously you can't know everything because you know oh, we you have nothing. knowledge plus experience equals wisdom because we know that even though we thought we knew everything when we were <laughs> in our 20s and maybe our 30s yeah you know you're the right the more we know the less we know
3: it's 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 a really interesting thing because I know when people say to me, oh, Katerina, how long did it take you to learn about wines? And I said, oh, just 30 years, yeah. not too long. Yeah. So you fumble your way along. Yeah. The thing was that because I came, I, I had an education, so I could – I could write, so mm. you have to be able to write and be able to express yourself. So that's important. Mm. And do you remember Ross Campbell? He yeah. Used to be. So I he got me on his show. Sir so
0: That was that Ross? No, that, no, was, that was the different. That was uh, John Burns. John Burns, yes, okay. But anyway.
3: Ross Campbell was way before. Obviously, I'm a lot older than you, Cam. <laughs> anyway, I'm really unhappy about this. Anyway, okay, let's move hey. on. Oh, that's um, good. Oh,
0: well, we'll keep that going. I like that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but the Maybe thing not. is, yeah. the thing is that um, there weren't a lot of women around, and I think. You know, he came to me and said, oh, he'd come and interview me every now and then. And i think, he's interviewing me, a novice. And that's because there weren't a lot of women around. Not even in those In the those industry. Days. Yeah, like that could actually talk and be passionate about food and want to get – Get on radio and talk about this story.
0: There was still a few though, wasn't there? Well, let, let's let's just go through. Maybe some of the ones who are Mieta. So Mieta was major.
3: S- Stephanie. Stephanie major. Tansy. Tansy. Oh, trailblazer. But she mm. was a chef. Yes, she so, was. So two chefs. Mieta wasn't a chef.
0: Gloria, but she was sort of more Sydney.
3: Oh no, she was sort
0: of Melbourne with uh, Gloglows and yeah. Jackson and Fannies. Uh, J- thank you. Yeah. Shea
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Correct. Who can forget Andrew Blake? He was a chef. He's not a girl, though. No, he's not a girl. Yeah, I saw him the other day. It's all right, Andy.
0: I think you're a good bloke. Yes, yes. Yeah, but but so they weren't, and you. But how many more can you name? Not many. Give me a few more. Uh, I can't. I don't think I can do it. I've run out. I think I've run out. And I'd
3: like to remind our listeners that I'm considerably younger than all those people you just named, <laughs> by the way, as well. Okay, good. Could you mind? Okay, I think, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, point taken. Mate. Um, but, yeah, so... So,
0: Ross got you on and, and what did you talk about? Well,
3: we just talked about food. Yes. Um, much what I did with even with Virginia Trioli. We'd, we'd just talk about food, but from a different perspective, not from a chefing perspective. Because yes. I'm not there to compete with the chefs. No. And... Um,
0: because that's the different of that's being front of house epic. and it's a whole different perspective. It is. You're the one going, "Where's table 17's main courses?"
3: Yeah, yeah. Have
0: yeah. you got a problem table? Yeah. In oh. the restaurant? Um, Sorry, I used to have a restaurant. It always used to be table 17, so it just came out again.
3: Well, table 5, <laughs> table five. is where so many of people that have sat on the table have gone to jail. And Uh-oh. there was a, there was a time, there was a time that I just went, "Stop sitting people at <laughs> table 5 for God's sake." And f- I mean, Really? And I mean, when uh, I say that, it might have been white collar crime, or you know, to do with bank, you know, like they weren't necessarily bad people, but just, just people that uh, had issues. Because I'd always—that's the table in or, the corner, or bad ethics. The yeah, okay. table in the corner where no one can hear except moi. Oh,
0: and, um, and the things you—and yeah. that's another thing that you're yes. almost like a priest in confession, because I'm uh, sure
3: uh,
0: yeah. you have heard things, seen things, and you have also seen people with people that maybe they shouldn't be with people. And how like, do you where's know your
3: wife? Does your wife <laughs> How do you know when the wife is not the wife? <laughs> I, I don't I- know. How do you know? Is when you, you catch them when you catch them in the bathroom brushing their teeth in between courses. There's no wife that will do that for a husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> Can I say that? Yeah, you <laughs> say <laughs> yes. But yeah, but that, indeed, but that, that's that's the thing and
0: so what do you think it is that um, makes a really professional consummate front of house person what are the things that you've learned over the the years of
3: ah good question probably generosity the word generosity mm. comes in many guises but what i mean by that is to be generous in spirit so you know you're going to have people that with you know deep pockets that spend big money on wine mm. and then you're just going to have the little old lady that comes from out yonder who just wants to come in and meet me because she's been watching me on TV. And I she want to try have, your gnocchi. She might just have a little entree and I maybe a glass of wine. I'll have one glass of wine. I think. Maybe. Yes. See, it's got nothing to do with money. It's, I need to make them feel as important as everybody else. So having generosity is a really, really important thing, is to give everybody the time that they deserve, um, and that's important. And then and then there are the people that don't want time. The, the corporates are coming and doing heavy business, but then what you've got to do is understand what's going on at the table. Um, and if you think you can run a restaurant with good food and good wine, and, and good, it's not enough. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. You're dreaming. Yeah. Uh, and
0: and that, I think, is is uh, – you've sort of done that. I might just paraphrase that very, very quickly. It's the ability to read a person, yeah. read a table, to work out why they are there. Yeah. As you say, there are some people that say, we will go out to Katarina's, we will discuss this agenda that we need to do. Yeah. and we will get this out the way. Absolutely. And then there's the ones that want you to jump in their lap and stroke them and make them feel special and preen them almost. Yeah. So some want to be left alone, some want to be preened, and then there's all those things in the middle, isn't there?
3: Oh, there's a lot in the middle. And and I have to say, because I, I chose the city in a sense, or it chose me, I'm not sure, mm. and you touch on that crowdfunding, it, lots of those... Wonderful businessman. I owe my career, in a way, to them. And one only just came in recently. He now lives in London. They just threw all this money at me Mm. to keep me there because I would have lost my position there, my job, because the place was going to get sold under me. Um, The guys got into trouble. And uh, so with these guys, they were all strangers. You know, I I remember my mother saying, because my father died very young of a heart attack, sadly, at the age of 60. Um uh, too young. Yeah, too young. so yeah. mean. Um, but I remember my mother saying to me, if your father was alive, he wouldn't believe that people exist like this. I mean, the, but these strangers through money. And he'd learning... also be
0: very proud of you.
3: Oh, I'm proud of, I'm proud of my parents. No, roots. no,
0: but seriously, he, he, he would be, wouldn't
3: he? Well, I, I want to say this, that my whole team, are part of what I do, so Katarina would be nothing without them. And I, they're, they know who they are,
0: and they know that most of them are very, very long standing, are oh. they not?
3: Well, my my original manager has been with me twenty four years, she was with me at Borsato. That's a testament to her.
0: I've just seen Matt. I have peripheral vision, and every time I know that a big point's been made, yeah. I see the little pin start moving. Uh, so that was a, that was a big one. Matt smiling. One. Yeah, but, yeah.
3: But it is important to acknowledge your team. You know, you're yeah. not a one man show. Yeah. My chef, my current uh, female manager, who I sponsored. I sponsored quite a few people. Yes. So these wonderful people from Italy have come, and they've also brought. Something to me. And that's very important.
0: Alright, see, these are the good things to say. I yeah. want to uh, bring up something. <laughs> Dans les merdes.
3: In the shit. Oh <gasps> la 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 la. Oh, I, la, did, la, la I did la, French la, for la, eight la, years. La. I'll have you know I did French for eight years. Did you say you knew yes. what I said then? Yes.
0: Um yes. this is the times when we hope that all things go smoothly. You want a good smooth service and yet Oh,
3: Sometimes don't. that's not possible.
0: You had an ex prime minister fall asleep in your restaurant. <laughs> Did you not? <know? laughs>
3: How do you know that? Yeah, oh, he was a man, and he drank a Wh- very expensive bottle who, of Italian which, wine. Which one
0: was it? A Barolo. He was selling a Barolo.
3: Uh, it was a Tignanello. I I don't, I don't, see, I don't even know what that is. And Tig is, <laughs> a, is a, like a super Tuscan, you know. Super Tuscan. la la Who are we talking about? Um, we're talking about uh, Mr. Fraser himself. Big Mal. Yeah, he was Taw great. Tall man, wasn't he? What a what a decent human being, though. They just want to be. What a, what
0: a tale of redemption. But anyway, <sighs> um,
3: what happened? Oh, well, he just came in and, and he was already ageing because it wasn't long mm. before he passed on. Yeah. And I just remember because obviously I'm the oldest person in the restaurant. I know all these people. Young kids or people from overseas cannot possibly know who they are. Wow. And and, um, you know, I and I'm also next football girl, so I know the You didn't have stars. him on table five, did you? Oh, no, he was oh, on table no. 12, oh, good, okay, the other good. corner. Phew. Table yeah. five's only a tour. Yeah, <laughs> good. So, um, but anyway, but he was just, he just had, didn't have a lot to drink. But he mm. was in his eighties, for God's sake. Oh wow! So you know, it's I, I shouldn't have even said it, but it was true.
0: We so, got two minutes left. Come oh. on, can we want to hear something else?
3: But but let's I, have some dirt. Some <laughs> little, oh, go on. Okay,
0: I shouldn't have said that. When have things gone? When have things gone completely awry? That I don't know. You know the. The, okay. the the eels come through oh. the, the restaurant. That happened at Don Levy's once when I was working there. But oh, anyway, that's a, a,
3: do you know, when I had my first restaurant, I'll never forget it, we got our first chef's hat. Um, God bless her, Rita Ehrlich, uh, saw some beauty in our place. Yeah. And I remember that from nothing, mm. it went to nuts. And I just remember <laughs> them asking me for Negronis. I couldn't think of the, the millage and I was in total stress. And I just remember I jumped behind the bar and just cried. Really? I had Bill Market, I had all these big names in Melbourne <coughs> Heavies, there. Yeah. And I, I just was this young girl just wanting to run a little restaurant. Mm. But suddenly they'd thrown me into another level. It
0: became a thing.
3: And and you didn't want to stuff up. You've got I'm the ultimate professional. Yeah. And I just remember what my dad would have said, get up and get going. Keep moving. And that's what I did. Keep moving. Tears. Planning. I had runny mascara. In those days I wore mascara. I only wear eyeliner these mm. days. I haven't got enough time to do that stuff. Katerina mm.
0: Borsato, yeah. um, one of the, the truly great restaurateurs of our city. Um, we are better for having you and your beautiful hospitality. A place that's only open for lunch. Yes. <laughs> yes. 221 I am
3: jealous out Lunches. I don't care about the money. I have a life.
0: and you do too and what a life it is katarina we need to see you again at some stage thank you for coming in
3: thank you cam you're wonderful ah it's a pleasure voice is someone that riles my voice
0: one o'clock here on three triple rfm fear not the afternoon rolls on and there's great things including still here. How you doing? Thrown to you. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you, Cam. We'll see you all next week. Katarina, thank you so much. Thank you. Greta Thunberg, keep stirring it up. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Bye. Hi, this is Cam Smith, and you've been listening to the podcast of Triple R's Eat It, a weekly radio show about food and drink, broadcast live on Triple R from Melbourne, Australia, every Sunday. Hope you enjoyed the podcast and feel free to get in touch with us via the Triple R website.